Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 148, season 3, episode 36. It's called Climb Every Fountain, I think. <laughs> I don't know what that weird pause was for. I was just making sure that 36 was right, because you literally just told me. <laughs> yep. It aired February 7th, 1996, written by Dulgas Sloan and directed by Larry Litton. I am inclined to believe that Larry Litton is either A, Mark Litton's brother or some relative, or B, Mark Litton under a real terrible fake name. <laughs> I think it's B. I think it's often B. Probably. He's like, man. Was Mark, is Mark Litton a good director? Is he good episodes or bad episodes? He's a writer and he's medium episodes. Okay. But he's, is he directing this one or did I get that backwards? No, he, yeah, he's directing this one. Okay. Maybe, yeah. He, He's he like, only... I gotta put my director hat on, and it's a trucker hat. It says Larry. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bob just like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. This is what drove him away. Yep, way to go. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Power Rangers, and we come back, and we talk about it. You can follow along if you have Netflix or the DVDs, and I encourage you to do so. That's it. I just want you to do it for me. Do it for me this time, guys. <laughs> Again. Much like last time, it's a little later than usual, so we're, we're a little goofy. I do want to point out, we are under the influence of no uh, substances at all. No. This is just straight up tired us. Yep. <laughs> so we're going to go watch Climb Every Fountain now because it's Morphin Time! back and it, it was weird you, you guys are lucky that we came back <laughs> it was weird my dudes Can <laughs> you imagine if we just did the, the intro and just uploaded that i was like that's it that's it for this week oh. we might be done now because of this episode no i feel like that's how the first episode of megaforce is gonna go oh, not the first probably the second or at least the first Robo Night episode. I made it ten. I made it into ten oh, episodes hey, of Mega Force. Do you remember how those first ten episodes were like sixty forty about Robo Night? It's about seventy thirty about Robo Night <laughs> for the other ten. Anyway, morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the morphingrid, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be sweet. And guys. Just a reminder, friendly reminder, legal reminder. Soon the bill is due, and you're gonna have to <laughs> you're gonna have to leave a rating review under penalty of law. So. Also, share us, because if we try to share ourselves, we get labeled as spammers, and nobody likes us. But if somebody else shares us, that is generally accepted. Has someone called us spammers, or are you talking out of a out of, world out of previous experience? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, t- uh, yeah. If you have a cool Power Rangers place that you go to that doesn't know about us, just like put a link yeah. in there. By which we mean on the internet, unless there's like right. a, a physical location that's all about Power Rangers. And or tell it, your friends and get your friends to listen, like Danielle. Like Danielle did. did. What a what a bro. So Danielle. welcome to the podcast. Whatever you get. Yeah, I know you're only on episode seven as of right now. But uh, whatever yeah. you get here, welcome Danielle's welcome. friend. <laughs> Danielle's friend, tell us your name. We'll be in in space by then, probably. probably. Unless you power through it like everyone seems to do. 
Good on you guys. Good on us for being so... For being listenable? Yeah. I did not see that coming. <laughs> we do have an email, by the way. Oh, good. From Danielle. Again, I preface this by saying I'm a little tired, and this is a thing I have to read. Bear that in mind. Danielle writes, Hi again. So I've been thinking more about Scoberly. Me too, Danielle. Me too, all the time. <laughs> Spoiler warning through In Space for the listeners. That's very considerate of you. Considering Kim's experiences with her own parents and the strain it put on her, I really can't imagine her being an absent parent. It seems more likely to me that she'd make a point of being a part of her kid's life out of fear they'd feel the same way she did. Plus, gymnastics is very hard on the human body. Like most physically taxing sports, there's a bit of a shelf life on being a gymnast. So at this stage, she'd likely be a coach, if anything. That's a real good point that I've never thought of. Yeah, what's the age limit? Like 16 for gymnasts? Um, let's see. Sean Johnson, I think, is 20. That's a Olympic gold medalist, Sean Johnson. I think she's like 23, maybe. And she hasn't done like Olympic gymnastics in four years. So like 20... It's a rough life. If make it or break it taught me anything, that is a hard road to travel. Also, I really just wish make it or break it was readily available. It's not on DVD. It is, but only like five episodes. It's, it's oh, is it a show? Yeah. It's a, it was a movie. It's, no, that's Stick <laughs> we've, It. We've talked about this before, I think. Plenty of times. That's Stick It. Basically the same thing, but a movie instead of a show. <laughs> then it came first. Also, I got to side with Jake here. What? What? There, there's no way she marries Skull and doesn't tell him she was a pink ranger. Zordon's dead. The rangers who took over for her team have revealed themselves to the world without losing their powers. And after Skull helped lead the civilian charge against forces of evil, he's pretty well earned the right to know the truth. Besides, a secret like that would be a pretty big strain on a marriage, especially when Power Rangers continue to be a thing in a world they live in. Uh, the topic is gonna come up. So I think I can make this work. All right, I, re I read this earlier, and what we're about to get into is a whirlwind that will end up with me beaming in happiness. Okay. So hold on to your butts, guys. <laughs> Maybe this is a jolt you need to get us through the rest All of right. this. Kim leaves Angel Grove, moves to Florida, meets the guy from her letter, builds a non-ranger life. The relationship doesn't work out. She travels too much. He can, tell her, he can tell there's this big part of her life that she's hiding from him, or they just grow apart, something like that. Meanwhile, Skull's living his life, meets a girl, gets married, has a kid. The marriage ends in some way, leaving him to raise Spike alone. Fast forward about 10-ish years. Kim is retired from gymnastics, maybe coaching. She and Skull meet up, start reconnecting. She meets Spike, adores him for being so much like his goofy dad. She and Skull see more of each other and tells him about, uh, and she tells him about being a Power Ranger. He tells her about that day where the world almost ended and what it was like being on the front lines. They fall in love, become a family, the three of them. Fast forward again. Spike is grown, but, you know, still Spike. Skull has a big business trip. Kimberly has a coaching opportunity overseas. And they don't want to leave Spike alone, so Bulk offers to take him in for a bit, and they agree, and we get Samurai. What do you think? I think that's awesome. I read I'm this, into that. I read this at, uh, what time did it come in? Yesterday afternoon, so I read this I read this sometime between now and then. <laughs> and yeah, I I really like the idea. I've never, I don't know why I never thought that that guy was Skull. Because thinking back on it, Skull's still on the show when Tommy gets that letter. Right. Which, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe she was also writing to Skull. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's stupid. No. So I like, the, I like that. And then, like, they work because, like, she can just be honest about her Power Ranger past with him. Right. Which is pretty great. So thank you very much, Danielle, for that awesome email. Uh, if you guys have any headcanons of your own, feel free to send those in at the previously supplied email. You heard it a minute ago. And, like, 
150 yeah. times before. <laughs> you'll no, hear like it again. 300 times because I say it twice an episode. You'll hear it again at the end of this episode. Yep, so just stay tuned. I don't think I have anything else. Um, I don't have anything. Okay. Just so that you know. I do. I, I figured. <laughs> you haven't checked in the Twitter more lately, though. It just pops up on my phone. I guess I've had my sound on more, I guess, re- recently. <laughs> yep, uh, nothing else. So without any further ado, you want to talk about this this bananas episode of Power Rangers? Are you ready no. to talk about this episode <laughs> of Power Rangers? Which, to be clear, I thought was the third to last episode of Alien Rangers. It is not. No, they they get, hit the ground running, and then I guess they slow down? I'm not <laughs> sure where they go from here. Anyway, let's, let's they, get into it. They hit the ground running. Immediately trip. <laughs> I guess Alien Rangers is just them laying down sad on the sidewalk. <laughs> With their twitchy heads. Oh boy, Delphine. Anyway, we start off in the command center. Billy's doing a thing. I could not tell you what that thing was. I guess there's like a hologram screen that he's interfacing with via a magic welding helmet. <laughs> Basically, Sestro, the the blue Aquitian Ranger, uh, also, this autocorrect, <laughs> it, it is not a fan of the word Aquitian. What did you get? Aquiche? Is uh, that what you got? <laughs> I don't think this is a real word. It's a A-W-U-I-T-I-A-N-S. Aquitian. But it's not red. So, like, it's a word. <laughs> I don't know. They're all impressed by how smart Billy is. They're like, oh, he's super smart for being a juvenile human person they make it seem like they think he's a kid like no one filled them in on the time they, reversal they being the writers of power rangers i think forgot the story of season oh, 3.5 yeah. i think <laughs> i think i hinted at that last time where i i didn't know if they completely forgot what the story was or if they just did something that i don't remember Pretty sure they forgot. Well, yep, they uh, definitely hinting at not knowing what they're doing yes. right now. Uh, so then Billy's like alarm goes off, his watch beeps, he's got to go to school. So this is like six thirty in the morning, I guess. <laughs> and he makes a point to say they're gonna wonder where I am. His friends, his I think his like his teachers and stuff, because he's like a nerd, right? right. But I don't want to spoil too much. But aren't they also gonna wonder where he is later yep, too? Yep. yep. <laughs> So, Sestra's like, we only have two final connections to make on this machine. They have not said what the machine is yet, but it's like a gold machine. It's got a lot of stuff coming out of yeah. it. Yeah, Sestra's like, oh, we need to f- do a couple things, but I have these big, meaty claws <laughs> that I can't do it with. <laughs> Too bad I got these giant gorilla hands that I can't get in there. <laughs> Good thing you got tiny little dainty baby hands, Billy. <laughs> Cut up to the moon. Zed and Rita are arguing. Basically... Zed's like, yeah, your dad's gone. And she's like, hey, that's my dad. And he's like, I know and I hate him. <laughs> and she's like, well, what's the plan then? The plan is to throw Rito out in the cold, too. Yeah. Uh, he's like, first, though, let's get some use out of him. We need to get rid of the power coins. That seems to be our big problem right now. Hey, well, they haven't used their power coins. No, they can't. They can't. For some reason. But I, maybe it's like, all right, they're little babies now, so it's easier for us to just take them. Rather than when so they, that if they were adults, do un- yeah. If they do undo the plan, at least they're still not Power Rangers. Right. And for some reason, they're not, like, powered up, like, because they, they can't access the Power Coins. So, like, the Power Rangers kind of seem like they're, like, extra strong. Right. Like, a lot of the time. But, like, I think that's a 
because they're Power Rangers, you know? So now that they're not, it's like, oh, now not only are they kids, but they're just regular kids. Then we cut down to the school. It's later in the day. Like, the kids are all leaving. They're about to get on a bus. Billy's like, hey, I'm going to go back to my lab and work on the regenerator. I'll catch up with you guys later. And Adam's like, hey, do you need any help with that? And Billy's like, sure, because I can't tell what it does to myself. I need to tell someone so the kids watching will get the plot. Right. So So come on, Adam. They're all getting on a bus to go home from school, and Billy's like, oh, I can't get on the bus. I got to go to my lab, which is at my house. Maybe he lives close to school. Maybe he's a but walker, like, why did he, he make, Why him? did he make a point out of him leaving the group to go to his lab? I don't know. It's stuff like that. The whole episode is just little stuff like this. Yeah. That, like, if it was just one or two in the episode, it'd be fine. But yeah. because the whole episode is made up of this crap. It, the whole episode is like weird <laughs> little things where, like... I already forgot who wrote this episode. No, it's Dulgus. Dulgus, you're better than this. Get your head out of your butt, Dulgus. It was a ghost. A ghost Douglas. He wrote an episode, and they're like, we're going to change this, but keep your name on it. It's going to be bad this time. (laughs) He's like, I can't stop you. So they leave to go work on the thing. It's still, we still don't know what it is. We'll get there. The other rangers go onto the the bus. They go into the back. They sit with Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull are in the very last seat because they're cool kids. Right. Bulk's got water balloons. No easy segue here. <laughs> he opens up. He's like, guys, look what I got. And it's water balloons. These only theoretically come into play. Yeah, we don't actually see them. There's we really sort no, of do. But there's really no reason for this to exist. No, his Bulk, bulk <laughs> this, I will, I will defend this. Bulk goes, got these water balloons. And he's just like, oh, grow up. Back to your age. And he's like, I am. We're children. How, so old, like, how old are they? Oh, they're kid. Kid they're age. Kid they're child age. Years old. They still take the bus age. That's how old they are. I think Bulk was just like, I got all these water balloons. I'm going to fill them up with water. I'm going to throw them at someone. And that's it. Because that, somebody's like, oh, what are you going to do with them? And Skull's like, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> the water, duh. Get with it. So then Rito and Goldar attack the bus. Under Zed's orders to get the power coins. They're yelling all about the power coins. Rito jumps onto the bus, and the bus driver stops because there's a noise. Flings Rito forward. He lands. Well, he stops because Rito hangs down in front of the windshield oh, okay. and, and I spooks that. him. So he hits the brakes. Rito flies forward and lands, and I guess gets, like, knocked a little loopy. But it's okay. He uses his armpits as smelling salts. Yep. One quick sniff of his pit, and he is right away. <laughs> Great. Great writing. Great job, everyone involved so far. <laughs> that is a joke that kids probably would find hilarious. I, oh, I bet I ate it up when I was <laughs> uh, five. So then he gets on the bus. Rito does. And this bus driver... First of all, Rito just walks into the bus. Right. And I'm not completely familiar with bus doors. I don't know how push-openable they are. They have, like, that bar that keeps them shut. Yeah, and the bus driver has to pull that fancy lever. Yeah. So but Rito is a monster, so I guess he just pushes his right, way in. super strong, whatever. But like, he gets on the bus, and the bus driver's like, "Hey, there's rules here. You can't be on the bus." So he zaps him with a hypno beam, knocks him out. Yep, and he immediately starts drooling. This is a power that Rito has. He can stare you yep. in the eyes and make you sleep. Why he didn't do this to the whole bus? Maybe it has to be like that. That super close range that right. he was. And he has to get, like, good eye contact. Yeah. Maybe. Because, yeah, it just, just knocks him out. He drools but, all over the steering but wheel. But, like, in modern-day Power Rangers, that would be fine. Modern-day relative to 
these particular rangers because every day for the last three years there's been a monster attack. Right. That's not the case now. But it might be because I, I don't think they have rules anymore. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. I we'll talk. We'll try to figure it out at the end or like when we get to the the big thing that happens. Because right now, I have no idea. I have no idea what the rules are. I know there's no plan. Well, yeah, right now, it it still seems like they're just back in time. Yeah, but it, even though Rocky, Aisha, Adam, Tommy, and Kat are all going to right? Angel Grove High, the only person who goes there is <laughs> Billy. Uh huh. So, where do they go at night? They go home to their parents who are there Kat, somehow. Cat literally cannot go home. Assuming Tommy is also from Stone Canyon, like, that's a hike, first of all. That's a day trip. <laughs> is Alpha just pulling back into the command center? Like, all right, time to come home. No, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> they go to, they're enrolled in school. They have to have parents to be in school, right? Like, yeah. some legal guardian has to be like, yes, take my children and learn them. Here's what happened. <laughs> Tommy and Kat got a trench coat, and they walked to the, <laughs> they walked to the principal's office, and they were like... These are all my kids, and they go here. And then she signed a paper <laughs> <laughs> and waddled out on her work boots with her big old hips. And they got through the door, and they fell over, and then two little people ran away, and the principal <laughs> just shook his head. Oh, Mr. Kaplan's like, I must need glasses. Mr. Kaplan with real hair. That would have been so cool. <laughs> oh, man, I don't. I hope that happens. See Mr. Kaplan, and they try to knock his wig off. He's got, like, long hair tied back <laughs> in a ponytail. I would love that. It is 1988, so like that could fly. So <laughs> maybe he has a mullet. So Tommy Rita's on the bus. Tommy leans into the Rangers and Bulk and Skull and goes, "Guys, I got a plan. His plan is water balloons. Asterisk. His plan is balloons and popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually think he threw any water balloons. I don't remember seeing any. No, we see Rito standing there, like, oh, give me your coins. Yeah, give me I your want coins. the coins. <laughs> Revealing to this entire school bus of children who the Power Rangers are. Which they should remember in the future, <laughs> which would have already happened, because that's how time travel works. So, what? What? It's like, what? What is the deal? What is the deal with that? The deal is that this is a dumb show for little baby boys. I, I <laughs> And oh, girls. Baby and girls. boys and girls. And all people. Right. This is, a, this is a very inclusive <laughs> show, I like to think. Anyway, they throw... Water balloons and popcorn, mostly popcorn, at Rito. It knocks him all the way out of the bus. <laughs> he and just, like, retreats from a bunch of children's toys and yeah. snack foods. So he lands on the ground at outside. At one point, he's, he's yelling, oh, it's sticky. <laughs> so, like, they're throwing candied but apples at him, too? Is it caramel popcorn? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so he, he gets knocked out of the bus. Goldar comes up and was like, what was the plan, dummy? Well, no, he gets knocked out of the bus, and Goldar's there with a net. Trying to catch oh, the Power Rangers. Right. Yeah. So he's on top of the bus with a net, thinking that Rito's going to scare the Rangers out. Right. The door opens. This is a terrible plan, because any kid could have ran out of that door. Any kid also... The Power Rangers are in the back they're of the, the bus, back. he's standing at the front door with a net. There's a back door! There's an emergency <laughs> exit! His plan supposes that the Power Rangers can turn ethereal and run right through this giant skeleton man. Because you could not get around him unless he physically pushed you. Unless you climbed over the seats and other kids. Best case scenario, Goldar only gets one of them because as soon as the door opens, he throws the net down. <laughs> that must be all six of them. 
in a trench coat. Oh, it's Reno. <laughs> and then he belly flops on top because he like throws that net with everything he has, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so then he's like, this didn't work. Then Tommy, or first of all, Skull's waving around his sword. So Reno, at some yeah, point, Skull lost his sword. Skull has Reno's sword. Just like, hey, Bulk, look at me, I'm a pirate. And Bulk's like, dude, cut it off. <laughs> That's a real sword. Tommy goes and wakes up the bus driver who's like, Oh, what happened? Also, this bus driver kind of looks like my Uncle Herb, uh, who was a bus driver for a little while. Yeah, Tommy just wakes up. He's like, it's okay. You can go now. <laughs> and he's like, okay. All right. And he drives away. Not even worried about all the popcorn anywhere. Like, very least, he's like. That's just that's just after. It's probably maybe it's a Friday. The kids are all rambunctious, ready they, for the weekend. That's the other thing. So, <laughs> a couple episodes ago, Miss Appleby said, this is your last assignment before summer break. Oh, they are uh, they're taking some extra credit summer courses. No, they're not. <laughs> no one does that. No children do that. The Power Rangers might do that. I don't think so. I think they would spend this time working in the community, doing that kind of thing. Or like power ranging. I don't know. Because there's like a crisis on the planet right so, now. Like, so not only did they travel back in time, but I guess it it wasn't an exact like amount of years. It also was like and five months. So not only are you children, but you're not even children right, on summer they, vacation. It was what like August when when they started, and then they went back in time seven years to like July, or not not even to like April like April 1988. They're like oh crap, and they have to go to school and learn children lessons. Do you know how boring that must be? Super boring. Especially for Billy, who's hyper-intelligent. Anyway, so... Who all the aliens just acknowledged as being, like, so smart. Super smart. He's like, yeah, I gotta go to math class now. Like, oh, I gotta go learn about fractions. <laughs> you guys later. <laughs> gotta go figure out some common denominators. Uh, so then we cut up to the moon. Uh, oh, sorry, before then, uh, Skull is waving the sword around after Tommy wakes up the, the bus driver and it starts glowing. And him and Bulk are freaking out. I guess it's kind of... It's, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm, I'm going to try to say it. Okay. Uh, Mjolnir? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Very close. It's kind of like that in that it just goes back to Thor. In this I, case, it go, it just goes back to Rito without yeah. a hand, without reaching for it. Right. I think it's just like it wants to be with Rito. It might be one of his bones. We don't know. We don't know it what he looked be. like before. He's got a lot of bones. He... We said this before, but he must have looked real weird with muscles yeah, and dude. skin. His bones, like he has shoulder pad bones and like a lot of ribs, just like a ton of ribs and like buff bones. Yeah, his bones. Like have his, been leg, his out. legs are pretty, pretty buff. So then he skull chucks the sword out the window. It flies. I think it, I think it flies. He, the actor, chucks it, but I think it's supposed to fly he out. He lets his go of it. Yeah. It flies out the window. Bonks Rito in the head and knocks his head off. It looks like it knocked his head off. Like it hits him and his head does like a backflip, which is like super impressive for 1995. Like, is that, it? That's where all the special effects budget went. To Rito's head doing goofums. That's why the second <laughs> half of this episode looks so dumb. Because oh, they needed Rito's guys. head to be a little goofy for this. Dude, split second blink and you'll miss it scene. Dude, that effect looked really good though. Like I would be impressed by that on a show today. The, how good that looked. <laughs> we cut up to the moon, and Zed is both yelling at Rito and Golar, and watching Billy work on his machine. Quote that will turn the Rangers back to normal. The episode has the... officially has for <laughs> officially forgotten its own timeline. It's done. Pooped the bed, you guys. 
this episode has no idea what's happening anymore. I think what happened is that they were like, all right, we, we're in this weird corner. We got to write ourselves out of it. And they were like, well, look, it's a kid's show. Let's just write ourselves out of it. <laughs> and then they did. And now here we are. I guess. But but sometimes they pretend like that. there's still the time stuff going on. But other times they're just children. I have, I have a weird thing I'm going to say when, when the big thing happens. Okay. Keep it in your pocket. Okay. So the machine. Might, might not be as weird as I'm letting on. <laughs> okay. So the machine is. <laughs> good disclaimer. <laughs> still good tempering of their expectations. So the machine is this weird-looking slot machine robot. That's weird, right? Like, it's not just, like, a box. Yeah, they they leave Billy's lab, and he's, like, carrying it in front of him, and the camera zooms right in on it. And I think I sighed out loud. Here's here's what I was thinking. Oh, that's the monster. (laughs) Yeah, right? I I remembered that this was the monster, so as soon as this I did not remember this monster. I remembered... I remembered... The the quote unquote plot of this episode. I remember the meat of this episode. I remember I remember the two big moments in this episode. I thought they were different episodes, and I thought they were later. I thought this was later, but I remembered the thing that happens, and I remember that the robot was in it, and I was like, "Oh, great!" But like the robot, you might know from "Let's Go to the Mall." Yep. Don't forget him. Don't forget the robot. So then Adam and Billy leave with their power coins. Well, they don't have all of them. They have their own power coins. That's right. going to be a plot point in a second. Then they have the robot. So they go to meet the Power Rangers somewhere instead of being teleported to the command center. Right. And then there's a 15 to 20 minute scene of them walking down the street of their feet underneath cars. And like Goldar. And Goldar and Rito literally right behind them. Like right behind them. And whenever they go, what was that? Turning around, they dive in bushes. <laughs> 55 times. before. Okay, so, uh, before this whole odyssey that they go on of following the Power Rangers, <laughs> Rito's like, all right, let's go get them, and we'll get the coins. We'll follow them, we'll get the coins. And Goldar's like, no, we got to report back to Lord Zed. And Rito's like, why? We can just go there and get the coins. And Goldar's like, okay, fine, I guess. Which is another scene that didn't need to happen, because shouldn't the plan have been, like, get the coin? Wasn't that the plan? <laughs> yeah. Is Goldar just being a Frady cat? A Frady wolf bear? Y- yeah. Okay. Goldar kind of sucks. He does. I've been saying sucks a lot, and I'm really sorry. It's, I don't think it's bad. Too it's much not, is a lot. It's not yeah. great, but like I can't describe it in any other way. <laughs> it's all right. Goldar is a wimp. He's just a wimp. He's bad at his job, and he's he like... He started off so cool, and now he's just a loser. I'm about to start watching uh, Ranger for uh, fun, because I want to. For funsies? Uh, and Remember I just, when we used to just watch Joe's for fun? I still do. Those are the days. I still do watch some shows for fun. I do. I just started watching the Pokemon anime, I which watched. I know we're doing a Pokemon podcast, but I started watching it for me. For you. I like I watched Gravity Falls when it comes out, and the episode came out on Monday, and I was not prepared for it, emotionally <laughs> speaking. It was a roller coaster, and <laughs> I'm still reeling from it a little bit. Anyway, also during this scene, while Billy and Adam are walking, and basically being like, hey, is someone following us? Uh, I hope not. Let's not check. Let's just keep going. Right. Let's just like look real quick, and I'd be like, "It must be fine." Like if we just turn around, like wait for like three minutes, like they will poke their heads out. We're just teleport away. Why didn't they do this at the command center? Why do they have <laughs> to go to a sewage treatment plant to do their secret plan? I don't like it. It makes no sense. It's and they stupid. don't. And they don't explain. It. Usually, they're like, "Oh, you need to be in this specific position of the Morgan right. grid or whatever." 
This time there's no like it's, there's it's like they're doing it in secret from like not telling Zordon and Alpha, even though he was working on the machine in the command center at the start of the episode. <sighs> anyway, during this point, I realized they should have just zapped him back in after school. Would have been so easy. Like I, I don't know. There's there's no reason for this to go to Billy's lab and then out into an abandoned construction zone. I have no idea. It's like a it's like a pump house. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed during this scene, Billy. Young Billy, young little baby boy Billy, is not wearing his glasses. No, Billy doesn't wear glasses anymore. But he did then. We don't know he did then. We didn't. We meet do. Him. We, we do. didn't meet oh, him until high school. I disagree, sir. Okay. Do you remember <laughs> the episode where he got bit on the finger by a fish? Yes. <laughs> that little dude was wearing glasses. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right, he was. There's <laughs> just so many little things. <laughs> Maybe future Billy isn't wearing contacts. He scientifically fixed his eyes. But he went back in time to a He went back boy. in time, but he, but he's he kept his good eyes. <laughs> what is happening? Well, I mean, did he go back in time or did he or just did shrink he into, into a kid? I don't know. Or is it some kind of weird mix of both? I've never been so bewildered by Power Rangers before. You literally can't tell because at any given point, it could be either. It's the opposite. Whatever you think you figured it out, they're like, nope, just kidding, the other one. We cut to the command center and Sestro is explaining something or he's fixing a panel. He's fixing some sort of panel. I'm literally crying right now. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to break you on air. It's okay. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen again in a minute. So he's fixing a panel, and he's like, yeah, as you can see, if I reroute the... And he just starts dying? He starts dry heaving. <laughs> and and, they're, and uh, uh, Delphine is like, Sestro, are you losing hydration? And just like walks over to him with her <laughs> dolphin fin hands. <laughs> And just like is rubbing his aura or something. I don't know. Right. She's like patting him but not touching him. And then And then I think Oracle is like, Yeah, it's starting to get real dry. <laughs> and everyone just starts keeling over. Everyone except Delphine. You know why? Here's my theory. Delphine came down and was like, Hey, there's bottles of water that you can buy at stores. <laughs> She's just standing around wiggling her head like, oh, this is probably bad news for like my they, friends. They did have bottled water in 1988, right? Like that, Yeah. Like Speaking of bottled water, I read a fact okay. that uh, soda is selling the least it's ever sold, and yeah. bottled water is on track to surpass it, I think, next year as the number one selling bottled beverage. Yeah. We stopped drinking soda, That's and right. the We're industry trendsetters. crumbles. <laughs> Sorry, Mountain I guess Dew. we bought a lot more than we thought. Sorry we did. for keeping you afloat, Mountain Dew. Well, Our Pe- bad. Pepsi and Coke have their own bottled water, so they're going to be fine, regardless. Right, but like the Mountain Dew branch, everyone's getting laid right. off. The Rangers go to a sewage treatment plant, like I alluded to earlier, and I call it a sewage treatment plant because they're in a circle of giant cisterns. I don't know. It just looked like a generic construction site to me. I didn't look at it that hard. It it there was there was a dirt ground and there was some metal structures. That's all I noticed. They're definitely like giant containers of something. I don't know. I don't know where they are or when they are. or when they are. <laughs> also, losing hydration. I just like I wrote that phrase down. It's like a dumb way to say getting dehydrated. Like you don't but, lose no. hydration. It's a state. <laughs> like it's right. I mean they're. They're literally just fish out of water. Yeah. You drying up, they're bro? Get, they're getting asphyxiated, if anything. Right? Bro, you all dry now? Bro, I'm so dry. So dry, bro. 
so dry. I gotta get. I don't need it. <laughs> so then Billy is putting the, the coins in. Uh, he, everyone gives Billy the coins. He's putting his coins into the regenerator. He hits the slot machine. It comes up triple sevens. And does it actually come up triple sevens? I don't think so. Okay. I hope it does, but I don't know. And so he hits the lottery. So you can you only grow if you hit the jackpot. <laughs> it's the jackpot. If you get three different ones, you turn into a literal baby. You become six months old. Oh, yeah. If you get the bar, three bars, it bumps you up a couple years, but not but, as much as you would no. like. Just in, just enough to be awkward. Just enough to be <laughs> super Oh, great. Awkward. I'm in the middle of puberty again. Perfect. <laughs> your legs and arms are longer, but your torso is still short. <laughs> you're just, oh, great. I'm a Donkey Kong now. <laughs> and you're just so sweaty all the time. <laughs> And the zits. Oh, I don't uh, know if zits hit you the way they hit me. No, but. I have I have good skin. I I got I got one <sighs> good thing. Uh, around the area around my temples is super acne scarred. This sucks. I can tell now. <laughs> yeah, it's not that noticeable. Not in not it. in this light, but <laughs> in decent lighting, you can see. Uh, it's, uh, Eli and Josh both were like murdered by him. I had like it, it seemed like. For four years, from middle school to my sophomore year, at the end of every summer, right before school started, I get a giant zit on the top of my nose. <laughs> oh, rough. Anyway. At least I'm past it now. Yeah, we're out of that now. Hallelujah. I would never <laughs> go back to being a teenager. You think it'd be fun. So if you hit that, if you hit the triple bar, and now you're, now you're 12 and a half, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> can, you, can you spin again? I don't know. I, but Billy... Hits the jackpot. He turns into a hot dad again. <laughs> and then Rito and Goldar are attacking. Like, they're running. And they're like, Billy, go, 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 go. So he hits the thing while they're doing it. He grows. But, and, and... So now Billy is a man. Billy's a man. So Billy himself is back to normal. But they're still in the past? Here's my weird thing. Is Billy now in a Dr. Manhattan kind of situation? Where, like, he's existing currently outside of space and time? I don't know. Or, or like Billy, the physical person of Billy is back in modern time, but the time that he is seeing is the past? No, <laughs> no, it's nowhere near that complicated. <laughs> I promise you. My big question is, what happens when he goes home and he's an adult? When he goes home and when everyone and at school is wondering where he is, like yeah. they're going to, which he established at the beginning of this episode. And like, he's older than his dad now. <laughs> and He walks in and his mom goes, oh, who are you? <laughs> And he's like, oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't want to get all back to the future here. No, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. This raises more questions than it is prepared to answer. Yeah, it's not ready. The so, plot is not ready for this point. So then we cut back to the command center, where Alpha hits us with this little gem. We're, we're on, we're looking at the viewing globe. Are they all back there now? Did they zap them back? Nope, not yet. Okay. No, it's just, it's the rangers dry. We the, just cut the, there. We are now watching... A the fountain. equations dry up yes, into are, into alien fish beef jerky. Yeah, they, alien fish jerky. They're they're freeze drying, <laughs> and we're on. We're looking at the viewing globe, and it's a fountain. And Alpha says, "This little chestnut, the closest body of water is in the town square." Bro, you can teleport them anywhere in the <laughs> world. You can definitely just put them on the beach, like you have with the Power Rangers. Yeah, the Power Rangers, like where you took them from, like yesterday, guys. Guys, what? I don't what know. Is, did this fountain pay to advertise? Is this because I don't know where it is? I don't know any of the features of this fountain other than it's wet and it will make your aliens wet again. <sighs> <laughs> oh God! I just like why? Why? 
I first of all, I don't know. First of all, is a fountain? Can you consider that a body of water? No, no. It's a water source, maybe. It's like there a, is water there. Yeah, but it's not a body of water. It's, a, it's not it, a pond, a lake, or an ocean or a river. Like it's a it's a big fountain. It might even be a pool. It's but like, like large-ish. It's not huge. It looked pretty big to me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I misjudged. That, Maybe might, I was that might have been the special effect. Uh, oh, playing boy. some tricks on your brain. So he says, we're going to have to send you, regardless of what happens, because it's better if you're not dead. I don't know what Zordon says exactly, but it's something... It's the fountain in the square, so it's like a public hotspot, yeah. I guess, is what... And they're like, I don't know if public's ready to see your weird, freaky your, heads. Your weird Alan Rickman And from... your dumb, can't-stand-still-with-your-head thing that yeah. you do. Oh, Delphine is just a real bad in a minute, but uh, yeah, their their heads are like Alan Rickman from Galaxy Quest, and like I don't know if the public's ready for that, so he sends them down, and they're green screened, and they land. They on- land in a field adjacent to the fountain. Yeah, first they're green they do- screened on the field. Yep, they do an equation prayer. Yeah. And then fly into the fountain, and in the worst green screen, they don't even jet. They don't even jet over there. <laughs> you remember jetting? I do remember jetting. <laughs> they literally like float up and then float up and over and then over and land on the water and they start glowing their color because they're, I guess, rehydrating, but they're not in the water. They're standing on the water. They're on top of the water. They're the, not touching the, the water. The entire public is watching this, by yeah. the way. A third of Angel Grove is just hanging out fountainside and they're like, whoa, this is weird, right, guys? <laughs> So then we cut back the regular Power Rangers and Billy, ad- adult dad Billy, and Goldar and Rito are like, we're going to beat you up. And so they kick Billy into a wall. It almost knocks him out. Do they kick him or zap him? I feel like they kicked him, but they might have zapped I think him. They, I think they zapped him. You might be right. Either way, he lands on a wall. He gets his crap pushed in, and he's yeah. not having a good day. So then Zed and Rita show up. Zed shows up first, and he's like, Rito, you did it. Great plan. And Goldar just like grumbles to himself for a second. And then he's like, Rita, come in here. And so Rita shows up. Goldar empties the robot of coins. He shakes all the coins out, holds three in each hand, holds them up, doing the Y from the YMCA. (laughs) Zed zaps one hand. Rita zaps the other. And it turns the power coins to dust. Into gold dust. <laughs> if you wouldn't have ended with that, <laughs> I would have cut it, but I'm keeping the whole thing now. So then Rita and Zed leave. So, yeah, the first big thing that we were talking about is Billy turning back into a man, but still being in 1988, I think. Sort of. But also, probably not. Maybe now the two times are starting to intertwine with each other. A lot of weird time stuff happening. <laughs> It's going to screw something up. Something's going to get messed up. Well, I hope so, because they have seven more episodes of stuff that I thought happened before now. Yeah. Anyway. the second big thing is the power coins are destroyed, and I thought that was way near the end. Yeah. Zen Rita leave, and then they, they're they up on the moon, and they're like, hey, why don't we do a cool thing? Why don't we make that broken thing, whatever it was. Right, it's broken because I think Goldar had it. Yeah, and he just tosses it. Yeah, off to he was side. like, "Oh, we we won," and he just throws it on the ground. And they're like, "What a shame for it to go to waste! Let's make it a monster." So they zap it. They got this monster. It's a it's a slot machine robot with a top hat that is bu- buildings, right? Like that's 
That's the deal. Yeah, he's dumb. I hate him. Yeah, I. His name is Slotsky, which we'll find out later. Yeah, he's uh, a dumb. He's I wish a dumb idiot. He would have used a slot machine power at any point. Maybe he doesn't cock a ranger. I don't know. <laughs> he uses a magnet. The you old know, magnet. Trick. You remember all those classic slot machines with the magnets on them? <laughs> so Billy gives up. He's like, "Oh, we're dead. We, there's nothing we can do if the regenerator's destroyed." Then Zed and Rita make it a monster, and they're like advancing on Billy and the Rangers, and Billy's like, "I'm gonna have to defend you." And Tommy's like, no, you'll get hurt, whatever. And he's like, nope, it's the only way. And then he's immediately teleported yeah. back to the command. I don't have a choice. Gone. Gone. Hey, Alpha, Zordon, where were you? Is this then closer than the fountain? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. It's like, where were you a minute ago? Like one minute ago when their power coins were being destroyed? Well, I mean, I think we've established that Zordon is out to get them. Right, but like Alpha seems like he's on the up and up. I don't know. They tell... The rangers, Zordon tells the rangers that the aqu- aqu- Aquitian, that's the one. I was like, Aquitarian? No, it's not right. The Aquitian rangers are hydrating in the park on the fountain. And while they are rehydrating, their telepathic powers do not work. So they can't call them right. for help because now Slotsky is running amok. Right. Also, fun fact, the, the alien rangers have telepathic powers? Yeah, that's how they control the battle borgs. I thought that was like a... Like, exclusive to that thing. I didn't know it was, like, also communicate thing. Because nope. they haven't... I mean, they don't have communicators. You're right. And they answered the call from Aquatar. Well, they called him with the viewing globe powers. Right. I don't know. I just... I didn't put it together that they might also have telepathic powers until Zoran's like, they don't have them right now. Right. And I was like, did they ever? But maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Turns out, yes. Billy teleports down in some bushes and then runs over and is like, guys... Slotsky's on his way. Before Billy teleports, he's like, all right, I'll just go get him. Just zap me down there, and I'll tell him that uh, we need their help. And Tommy's like, yeah, I'm going to go with you. And Billy, who is now towering over him, is like, look, kid, I don't want to pull rank, but I'm older than you. I'm older than you? And you're staying here. It's for your own good. Oh. And then Tommy just kind of slinks away into the background. Yeah, yeah, he just And he, like, sits down and pouts. (laughs) You just got dad told. Keep in mind that Tommy has his adult brain in his baby body, and his reaction to that was to sit down and pout. Yep. <laughs> I think probably being in a child's body is affecting them mentally and emotionally. It might be. He's like, the monster's on its way. He, he, on its runs way. Up, he runs up to them, and He's he says, like, hey, guys, it's me, Billy, in front of the whole city, right? So yeah. keep, the, keep this in mind, because he's like, guys, it's me, Billy. We need your help. The monster's on its way. There, Turns around. Monster's right there. I mean, it's here. <laughs> Correction. He's here. Tangas teleport down with it, or were they already there? I think it, they teleport down. They teleport down. The I just, I didn't the, just remember it, but now I'm about ready to talk about it, and I just, I don't. It's just such a dumb little thing on top of all the other dumb little things. Like, <laughs> Well, I don't know if that's right now or in a couple minutes. Is that in a couple minutes what you're talking about? Or the Tangas? Just more Tangas? No, that's fine. It's when they're fighting. It's when the alien rangers are fighting. Oh, you mean when they're doing sweet wrestling moves? They're doing sweet wrestling moves. When, they're, like when a, they're all professional, well, at least three of them are professional wrestlers. At least, uh, yeah. Because there's, uh, maybe it's only two of them. Oroko does like an arm bar, ta- it, it looked like an arm bar takedown, but it ended in a knee bar. It's a cross leg breaker. It's, like, it's yeah. like a cross arm breaker, but with a leg. You can Google Alberto Del Rio's cross arm breaker. And, it's like that, but a leg. And then, tickles his little feet. Tickles his feet, because you gotta be goofy. You gotta have a little prank. Yep. Then, uh, Terry, who's... <laughs> We will never look up. Don't tell us. He's Terry. He grabs one 
Tanga by the legs, starts Cesaro swinging him. Yep. AKA a giant swing, but Cesaro does it the best, so he gets the name credit right now. And I'm like, are these guys just professional wrestlers? To which Terry says yes, and Hurricane Rana is one of these things. <laughs> uh, at some point while they're fighting, an onlooker who is standing next to Billy in the crowd asks Billy, who are they? To which Billy replies, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Even though they're... he... Introduced him, he told them he was Billy so that they would like recognize him Who he was. as someone that they know, and then told I... them there's a monster attacking, and we, which includes me, Billy, <laughs> need your help. I don't know, but they sure are heroes. He says it, in the and then weirdest. I think that's when we might get the knee bar, it was right after that line. I think so. Yeah, it's awesome. This is a real cool fight, but I like how much fun they have. Yeah, they're being they're being goofballs. Their voices aren't distorted. Also, Delphine's morphing time is still on point. It's the best. It's still <laughs> the best. And, like it might be the actual best. I think she might have the best. It's morphing time. I think she time. might. Like like Jason's is like way up there. She, he might be one notch under Delphine, but though. Delphine might have usurped him. She also does some some sweet moves. She does like a like a flip over. There's like a trampoline out of view. So when she lands on it, she bounces back up real high and kicks him in, like, the back of the head, uh, one of the tangas. Yeah. There's there's a lot of cool stuff in this fight scene, and if all their fight scenes are this cool, then that's going to be awesome. I'm totally into that. But then, ho-ho, then, the tangas retreat, and Alpha calls them is like, hey, Slotsky, which is his name, this is yep. the first time we're hearing his name, Slotsky is now in the quarry so we can use some Japanese footage. So right. We, so we cut to... So they go to the quarry. The quarry. And now we get some cool... Japanese footage because the suits match. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's real awesome. It's real cool. So they are fighting. They have their swords out. They're like they're like, uh, it's like they're blade blasters, but they're just swords as far as I can tell because they're ninjas. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't <laughs> So they're, they're fighting him. He's like, oh, remember how slot machines have magnet powers? Well, I do. And he magnets all of them, all the swords to him. They were fighting him with swords. I feel like he magneted. Guns out of their holsters, though. Maybe they put them back? Maybe. Because I think you're right. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember exactly. But afterwards, he blasts them, and they all get blasted so hard, their matter is gone. The only thing that's left of them is their clothes. Well, that actually was a ninja trick. It was a prank. It was you, a got, prank. you got pranked. Because he's like, oh, where'd you go? I must have killed you. And then he gets tapped on the back by Oriko, I think. Yeah. He was like, hey, your food's here. He turns around and like, what food? And Oracle's like, an uncle sandwich. And just punches him in the mouth. Punch he it. had something on his. He had like alien brass knucks <laughs> on his hand. He just decks him. He had, they weren't brass. There's no brass on Aquatar. There is Flafnar. Oh, right. They were Flafnar. Flafnar knucks. Flaf knucks. Uh, Flaf knucks, <laughs> as the kids call them. <laughs> as all the Aquitian kids call them. So then he's like, well, that was rude. I'm going to grow now. So Zed and Rita zap him. He grows. They call... Their battle borgs forever. Like <laughs> they take so long to call they, their battle borgs. They they do it as a group, but it's like a Tommy call. And yeah, that they throw a bunch of qualifiers in front they of do it. Do like a poem. They're big on poems slash prayers or whatever. Because they're aliens. Only aliens are into poetry. <laughs> the, the floofy stuff like poetry. <laughs> they were in the quarry. Remember that? Remember they were they were sure, in the quarry. Yeah. Yep. Well, now they're in an alley and they're American. Again, because they do not have this weird telepathic connection in the Sentai. No. So. We've said that in the Sentai, they turn into yeah, yeah, what are the uh, battle Yeah, Raymond, right? Raymond told us in a, in, okay. a, 
email in a previous episode. So, like, that's well established. Here, they control them with their minds. Yeah. By acting out what they're doing. So now, all of a sudden, we're not in a quarry anymore. We're in an alleyway. We're in a back alley behind a movie theater or whatever. Or uh, something. I do like this. Like, the idea of them having to do the moves themselves to nobody is... Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense, because how are you going to be able to judge... How far your battle board gets. Like what happens go. when like, your battle board gets hit? Do you also fly backwards? Right. But it's shot in such a way here, like it's a lot of tight close ups and quick cuts that yeah. it, it looks pretty cool. It works a lot better than it did last time. Yeah. Uh, so if it keeps doing this, like I'll, I'll be more forgiving of it. But like last time it was like it was real wide shots and it just didn't really work that well. But now they're like doing a lot of moves. They're doing team moves. They make a pyramid. It's yellow and black. And then red is standing on top of them. Yeah. And then blue and, and white are in front, and so they jump on, like, making a like that, like, arm cross, like, yeah. square. Yeah. And so Red jumps onto that. They launch him, and he turns into fire lightning and shoots through He just him. turns into a fireball. Have you yeah. ever played Killer Instinct? I don't think so. Probably not. There's a character in that named Cinder. Is this a Genesis game? No, a Super Nintendo, or slash arcade game. Okay, I don't think I played it. His name is Cinder, and he's he's a criminal that got experimented on by the big bad conglomerate. Sure. Like and so now he's just always on fire. And one of his special moves is that he just turns into a fireball. That sounds pretty cool. That's what Orico does. Kind of into this game now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he just blasts through him. His giant ape man Zord blasts through him. And he does it again, I think, from the back and kills him. Because he lands... I don't remember how they kill him. I remember him going through him, he and he lands him. in a pose. Oh, he goes through him, and then... Something happens, and he lands in front of him, facing the camera, like the opposite way that he went, posing. I wonder if he just, like, cuts him or something. I don't I, remember this. I have no idea. I, I remember him posing with him, like, in the background, with the monster in the background. And I remember him doing the fireball through him the first time. I don't remember what happened in between. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But he, he must have done it again or something. So he they killed the monster. Then we cut down to the park where the mayor who is the same mayor, so good continuity. And is also the same age? Still old. They could have given her hair, like... Well, now I'm not convinced we're even back in time anymore. Like, they could have just sprayed her hair with, like, some of that black Halloween hairspray, right? Standard definition, it would have been fine. Yeah, no one would have noticed. Nobody would have noticed. So they give them uh, the Golden Star. They make them heroes of the Russian Federation. Heroes of the Angel Groven... Of the Equation (laughs) Federation. And they're like... You did it. You're the best. Here's stars. Delphine's head is going haywire. It's going crazy. She hit a nerve and she can't stop. <laughs> then we kind of, we don't cut away. We, we like move over to the Power Rangers who are watching this, I think. I think that's where they are. Yes. Because we never. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're there. We never see them, but like they look like they're looking at it to where, and Billy's like, now that the power coins are gone, we need to figure out what we're doing. Right. Because we don't know anymore. And the equations can't stay here forever. So we need to go regroup and come up with a plan. And that's it. That's, that's the end the of the episode. episode. And it says to be continued, but it's not a multi-parter. It just says like... I wonder if that's just what they're going to do now. If these 10 episodes are like telling one story arc, so they're all maybe. to be continued. Like the Pokemon anime, every episode at the end says to be continued. Because it's a journey you're going right. to be going for. Yeah. I think maybe because it is an arc. It's like an actual story arc. It's just like. Yeah. It's I don't know. Or someone just like. Oh, crap. I put the to be continued graphic up there. I mean. Or it's already in the can. <laughs> or, or they were watching it and they're like, this is a real tense ending. But it just ends. Right. Maybe we should well, put it to be continued on. It, it ends make- on like a negative note. So they're like, just make it to be continued so the kids know. Right. 
kids know that next time it'll be fine or yeah. eventually it'll be fine. And that's it. That's the episode. Uh, final thoughts. It's weird that this is like them trying out new suits, right? Like, oh, let's see if we can change the suits. Let's try right. doing this thing. And they do it with the weirdest five characters that anyone has ever created in their lives. Yeah, they like, they, <laughs> they, they go from here are cool ninjas who have fun fighting to literally Alan Rickman from Galaxy Quest, except before Galaxy Quest, and also they're from Underwater. Yep. Where did this idea come up? Who like this was Saban? You know what? You know what'll really sell kids on new suits? Alien fish people, scary fish alien who man. can't stand still and just have to. Who always... have a condition? You know what would have been real cool if the adults were teenagers. Yep, and then they got the new suits because the old suits got the power coins destroyed. Or if they were still aliens, but like just just not weird. Not weird. I mean, like I guess they like look. I don't want to spoil anything, but Andros is an alien. Right? He's from KO35, though. Totally. It's basically Earth, I guess. <laughs> but with psychic powers. Anyway, they're, they're, they're water people so that they can get thirsty and have to go home eventually, right? Right, but they don't need to just be you so can, weird about it. You can just say, like, hey, there's some unrest on our planet, so we can't stay here forever. Like, eventually Slap we're going to need to go home. Slap some gills on their shoulder, a la Susie from Space Cases. My favorite of the Space Cases. My favorite Space Case <laughs> was Susie. Slap some gills on them. Oh, sorry. You're thinking, you are thinking of Susie. I was thinking of Katrina. I don't know my who Katrina bad. is. I only remember Susie. Both of them are my favorite. Uh, Katrina was played by Jill State. And okay. Maybe I do remember She was Katrina. from Saturn, I believe. And Susie was from another dimension and was her imaginary friend. Take Chris Cross in uh, season two. Okay. Hey, guys, you want to know how much I remember about Space Cases? Most of it, for some reason. I only remember that Susie had gills that allowed her to breathe any atmosphere. Yep. That's all I remember about Space Cases. Walter Jones was in it. He played Harlan. He was from Earth. Yes. Walter Jones was also in it. So there's the... <laughs> and there's Bova. He was from Uranus. And there was Rosie. She was from Mercury. I can keep going. We're not going to, but I can do it. From Mercury? She was from Mercury. She, got, she was bald, and uh, whenever her emotions got out of hand she got real hot physically like she heated up the area and bova had like a weird v thing on his head that zapped people with electricity you know like they do on uranus all those classic tales about uranus anyway final thoughts what you're you were saying something and then space cases happened so that was my final thoughts is that this is a weird way for them to try out new rangers yeah, it's just a we. It's just like I feel like Saban had a fever dream and woke up and was like, "Kids love that," without consulting any actual kids. <laughs> yeah, to be like, "Hey, does this terrify you?" Because like, it yeah. probably does. This is some Lovecraftian weirdo stuff right now. Especially that like one image of her being like, "Hey, my gills," and then that's right it. when she turned into a Zola. <laughs> <laughs> Weird stuff, man. So the outtakes. Our outtakes, it's just Billy going, yeah, we're going to need a... Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we didn't it. see them all because Netflix cut these ones <laughs> out. <laughs> Netflix but. is like, no, thank you. It, just, it was like actual, like, oh, we missed a line. Or like, oh, a thing happened. So, outtake. Oh, boy. Guys. I, I, I think that's going to do it. Hopefully... I have a theory that I don't think made it into the episode about Probably the not. rest of these episodes. But if I'm right, then they should be pretty fun. Some cool stuff should happen. If I'm wrong, and that doesn't happen till later, I have no idea. Literally, what we're no in idea for. what's going on. Yeah, I because I was thinking about it when you were saying it, and I was like, that could happen. But I was like, wait, there's a thing that happens later, and I don't know when that is. Well, I thought this was later, way I, later. I thought this was episode eight. I thought this was like it was like this, and then right into the finale. 
which is a two-parter. It's it's called a Hog Day Afternoon. They have to fight Pudgy Pig. And they have to fight the Water Hog, who's sucking oh. up all the water so they they oh, can't. Um, yeah. That's all I remember. I don't know what happens between then and now. So I mean, maybe you're right. That thing happens and it's gonna be pretty fun. Or maybe no one's right. Who knows? Maybe Morphin no one's Green. right, and we're gonna be miserable. It's gonna be season two all over again. I don't know. I. I had fun talking about it. I just, like, I'm so exhausted because of how much it drained me. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be swell. We haven't checked Stitcher for any ratings or reviews. Ever. Uh, I did just check iTunes again today. We didn't have anything new. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll check Stitcher next time you hear us. Also, guys, please, 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 please. Send in your best of moments. Uh, we got we got a uh, bunch from Christina, a lot of good ones from Christina. So everybody, anybody else who wants to join in, definitely do that. I'll start calling you out by name. I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> some of you are longtime listeners. Some of you are new. I know all of you have some reason that you keep listening to this show. So send in your favorite jokes and your favorite goofs and whatnot. Uh, email is probably best for that, but Twitter's fine too. So I can make a best of for our two-year anniversary, which is coming up. I checked it out. It is July. July? That's wrong. That is not right. January. 14th? 14th. That sounds right. I think it's the 14th. Might be the 13th. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's the 14th. Anyway, we're going to go. Yep. Thank you very much for for coming along this Mr. Toad's Wild Ride with us. And until next time, may the power protect you. The machine, whoops, (laughs) try that again. (laughs)